Good evening, Patriots. And it is Sunday, March 13th in the year 2022. Hope you all had a very blessed Sunday and a very blessed weekend. This is time for planting. I hope you're getting plants in the ground. At least you're up in Europe in my area. Because I think we're zone 7 or zone 8. We're right in between. So it's our planting season. I got 40 of my bush bean plants in today. And I'll have the most of my garden planted by... About two-thirds of the garden will be planted by the end of the week, which will be pretty neat. So it's time to plant. It's important. Hey, before we begin tonight, MyPillow.com, MyPillow.com forward slash Bards is the Bards Nation landing page. That's the place where Bards Nation goes because we are cool and because MyPillow's cool and because we like to vote with our dollars and because there's great products that help you sleep better, which is also awesome because there's fantastic Pillows that feel good. There's sheets that make you just want to stay in bed all day. There's all sorts of pillowcases that are like really cool. And I, by the way, I'm I've been talking to my pillow, and I I don't have an answer yet on this, but I wonder if Bard's Nation would be think it was pretty cool to get a like a Bard's Nation logoed or B O W logoed pillowcase that would go with your my pillow. I think it'd be kind of cool. So I'm, I'm thinking we might do that. But anyway, we're, we're moving forward. I'm getting some good thumbs up here with that. So anyway, head on over to MyPillow.com forward slash Bards. Use your promo code Bards anywhere on the MyPillow site. Check out the great products. In a time like this, when we need to keep supporting companies that are fighting for liberty and putting our dollars to work, there's just so many things on the MyPillow site. I think what I'm going to do this week is dig into the MyPillow site and like get past the regular specials to remind you about all the cool things that are on there, like mattresses and mattress toppers, blankets and comforters, and his and her sleepwear, all this good stuff. So head on over to MyPillow.com forward slash Bards. Use your promo code Bards. Get all sorts of great discounts, and while you're there, and you use your promo code, because you can use it on the frankspeech.com site, the MyPillow site, and the MyStore site, then you can also get a copy. You'll get a copy of Mike Lindell's book, which is awesome. And it's the story of how he went from being addict to one of America's greatest CEOs, truly one of America's greatest CEOs. So that's very, very cool. So anyway, MyPillow.com forward slash Bards. Promo code is Bards. So Patriots, there is... um, this continually unraveling narrative of the Ukrainian nonsense, which is a complete distraction, but there's a core to it that's really important. I'm going to be doing tomorrow night's show on Bards FM exclusively on this, but at the core of this, as we look at gas prices skyrocketing and your food costs going up, this isn't going to go away anytime soon. And I need to say this so that if you aren't stocking up on basics, and I, I've talked so much about this, and if you have, great, but this doesn't have to cost you an arm and a leg. You need to be getting at least the basics of like rice and beans for probably six months in, in stock. And you need to, I'm serious when I say growing stuff. If you take, I think if we talk about this in simple terms, if you have a base diet of rice and beans, for you and your family. Personally, I would do a year, but if you can't do a year, do six months. And 
if you're growing, doing that and doing nothing else but growing sprouts on your kitchen table or on your kitchen, meaning like you're living in an apartment or a condo where you don't really have a place to grow much stuff. If you grow sprouts and that's easy to grow and you can grow those on your kitchen counter and they cycle through like every 10 days you have fresh sprouts. If you do sprouts and rice and beans, it may not be eating in luxury, but I will guarantee you, you will be super uber healthy. And if you can get a little herb bed going even on your counter, I would, I personally would grow parsley as one of my primary because parsley is super rich in nutrients. If you have a little garden space, make sure and grow parsley. I'm really not kidding. And, and it's, if you are, if you're looking at like high nutrient input for good value, get some parsley growing, go to the nursery, get some parsley plants and get parsley, basil's another really good one because it's also a medicinal. So parsley and basil, and there's others. I'm just kind of giving you kind of two that are just really easy to grow and super healthy for you and, and start growing some sprouts or do microgreens. And if you have those things going, remember with sprouts or microgreens, you got to stack up on seeds and have about six months worth of rice and beans. If you're, if you do nothing, if you ate nothing but that, you're going to be okay. And I'm not telling you like all of a sudden you're not going to have any food, but I am telling you that things are definitely not going to get better. And the reason is at the core of this, the dollar is imploding. And it's when I say the dollar, remember that's the Fed dollar, it's not the United States dollar. And the reserve currency is shrinking back all over the world. They're, the currencies are shifting over to a gold-based in China and Russia, and I'll get into a lot of detail on that tomorrow night, but really just, I, I'm, I put this out there because it's really important and I, and I want people to be well prepared. So if you have a, if you shop at Sam's and by the way, the best rice uh, health wise and long-term storage wise is probably Jasmine white rice. It's got very good flavor. It's got good health. Because it's not a washed, it's a, it's not like a nutrient wasted rice, like processed rice, and it's very affordable. You can get it in, you can get it easily in bulk, especially if you go to, you go to Sam's, you go to Costco, go everywhere you go. You have to kind of put aside our grudges with some of these companies right now because we need these are places to buy in bulk. And if you do that and you store that in mylar bags, with oxygen packets so you can get a 25 pound bag of rice that can go inside of a five gallon bucket with a I think it's a six gallon micro uh, mylar bag and you put an oxygen packet in that and you can seal the bag once you press out the air a bit seal the bag with a literally with an iron and then just seal that all up that batch of rice right there and you need a 2,000 milliliter oxygen uh, packet oxygen absorber per per five gallons for a per five gallon bucket of rice. So that packet right there, that will literally keep for about 10 plus years. I talked to, I read somebody the other day that said they had kept it for 20, which I don't, it's not so surprise me. That's like 10 years of supply storage there. So these things are still easily available. And I would encourage you to get going. Um, on this. I, I like oxygen packets. They, these oxygen absorbers, they work extremely well with the Mylar bags and they, they really tighten everything up. 
and it makes for great storage. So that's that's my little piece there. And jasmine rice has a really good flavor. It's not just pasty white rice. Brown rice is good, but its longevity is shorter. It's good for about a year to two years max, depending on how you store it. If you store it in the open, it's only good for about six months. And it's healthier. It's the healthiest of the rices, but jasmine is probably right behind it, one of the best. So anyway, just some things to look at. Quinoa is another good one for your health, another good one. But do get yourself stocked up on some grains and some beans and get ready because this thing is coming. I want to play this short piece for you here from, so it's just four minutes, 21 seconds. It does a fantastic job of laying out the Ukraine issue. So listen carefully. So obviously the war in Ukraine is utterly unavoidable at this point. It is everywhere on social media. No matter what you are trying to read or what you're trying to look at, there is going to be someone talking about Ukraine. It seems that all anyone cares about is who we should be supporting or who's in the right or who's in the wrong, Russia versus Ukraine. What I find to be very interesting indeed is the information war that has been happening. The great Satan of the global political elite has clearly taken the side of Ukraine. Mainstream media on the side of Ukraine. Everyone is pushing for Ukraine. We are seeing social media platforms, mainstream media pushing misinformation that is verifiably false. We didn't even make it a day before the first comparison to Hitler. And now Russian media is being banned. Their news stations, their Twitter, financial institutions are refusing to do service with them. PayPal on every social media platform. If you say anything contrary to Ukraine is the best, we love Ukraine. Russia is led by Adolf Hitler himself. You are getting banned or shadow banned. And if you are on the right wing in America, this, this might be sounding a bit familiar. Because in the world that we live in, the government and these massive corporations walk in lockstep. There is no differentiation between them. Lobbying in America has ensured that popular sovereignty has been replaced by corporate sovereignty. For decades through lobbying, these corporations have been able to determine who even has the opportunity to be voted for, to stand for election in America. Virtually every single person in the federal government right now has sold their soul to get there. Their motivations, their goals, they are one and the same. And when they need to snuff something out, they work together in unison to snuff it out. We see it in America with dissident right politics. And now with Russia, we see it as well. And with the war in the Ukraine, with Russia, we see the power that the government, as well as our corporate oligarchs, truly have for what it truly is. The most powerful propaganda, brainwashing, and manipulation machine that has ever existed. Capable of rewriting history the moment that it happens. You want to hear a non-biased perspective of the war that isn't too kind on Ukraine or Russia? Banned for hate speech. You want to hear a Russian perspective of the war? Why they invaded the Ukraine? Banned for misinformation. Russia, one of the most powerful countries in the world 
has completely lost its voice to everyone outside of their own country in the matter of a few weeks. This is absolute narrative control. They can humanize who they wish, they can dehumanize who they wish, and they can deny you the ability to tell your side of the story, to humanize yourself. And make no mistake, it is not the American government doing this. It is the global government. These are not American corporations doing this. These are transnational corporations. It is not the American regime, even. It is the regime of the globalist political elite. And they are the ones who hold all the power in the federal government of America, and in Canada, and in the UK, and in Germany, and in France. And they are the ones who wish to sacrifice at the altar of progress your children, your religion, your country, your way of life, your customs, your traditions. They are in your kids' schools, brainwashing them. They are in control of the news media, of social media, silencing all dissent. And listen, I don't love Putin as long as we don't send American troops to go play world police where the obvious end result is nuclear war, I'm fine. But right now, the globalist regime is so confident in their position that they are acting without the cover of shadow in broad daylight where any can see. They believe that their spell has already been cast on you. They believe that they already own you. Well, I see. I'm not owned. Nor am I. I'm not owned. And nor should you be. This is where a lot of this is right now, and it is all about the principle of them thinking they've got so much control over the narrative that no matter what they do, they're going to move forward. And this is why I started out this piece with, or tonight's show with this discussion about shortages. This is a war for their, their survival, and don't think they won't sacrifice everything to squeeze us in the process. It is going to be one of the greatest opportunities for us to re- to establish a revival in the United States. And I mean revival starting with Christ and moving right through it. But it is going to be tough. And you know how many people are still asleep and how many people think that the reduction of or reducing of the mask requirements or dropping of mask requirements is going to be like it's all over when it actually is just beginning. So this is something really to keep in mind and to keep moving forward. Now a little quick break here. Expedition Coffee, XPED, expeditioncoffee.com. That's your coffee for warrior of this time. It was developed in part by Dr. Eric Naputi. So head on over to Expedition XPED, expeditioncoffee.com. On that site you're going to find several other products that all work together. Expedition Coffee is the foundation product. It's designed to give you a full boost of energy across the entire day and keep your mental focus going. And at the same time, you've got on that same site, you have Immune XP, which is an immune booster based on pine cone extract to help keep your, with high levels of vitamin C to help keep your immune system strong. You have uh, the Gut Health Triad, which is the, which helps heal and seal your gut, which is gut health. Gut, leaky gut is one of the critical problems of our health. You have Earth, which is a full body nutrient powder which is a, mix it with water, drink it like a shake, all your body needs for the full day, and you have Pure 47. Pure 47 is a refined silver extract at a nano level that can isolate most, most pathogens we come in contact with, a very important product to have in your cabinet. All of this available at Expedition Coffee, X-P-E-D, expeditioncoffee.com. All these products are designed to give back your health sovereignty. So we are in a place right now 
where they are literally sacrificing the entire system for their protection. And essentially what Putin has done is to dislodge their plans. Now, interestingly, General Flynn came out today with a piece a little over a minute long. I want you to hear this, and I think it's just a very level perspective of what he has to say. Like Vladimir Putin has now upset this this balance of the new world order that they were trying to achieve by by going into Ukraine. And, you know, and I'm, I'm probably the last person that's going to be a, a Putin apologist. I, I, I won't be. But I but I, what I do understand yeah, are the dynamics that are playing out in Ukraine right now. And uh, I sent you something earlier, Clay, and, and uh, we don't need to go into the details of it. But all of what we are seeing play out in Europe right now is an upsetting of the balance of the world order as they want it, as people like Dr. Harari, as people like Klaus Schwab and others. Bill Gates is another one. So we have to understand that these are people that are very smart. They're very well resourced. Yep. And they have a and they have a very sort of strategic idea of how they want to see the world develop, and and God, and uh, and the and uh, and a, and a soul are not part of that uh, strategy. And no, God and a soul and Christ are not part of that strategy for them. They want it suppressed, and that's one of the reasons they've gone about at the Western culture so heavily. This is. <clears throat> where they are fighting a war as much against us as they are against the world. And unfortunately, over the last five years, there just hasn't been the magnitude of awakening that we could have used to stop it. The real derailment of all of this, we've talked at so much, which is the entrance of the fake pandemic, the pandemic, and COVID, which launched people into the mask fear, which then completely derailed. And I mean that we all know that that derailed a whole percentage of people, even in the, on the MAGA movement and even in the Q movement, people that were supposed to be prepared to be really fighting an information war, got their head wrapped around the fear of the injection the fear of a, of a bat soup virus and they lost perspective of what was really happening. And for the sake of you know information warfare, the deep state had a heavy control over everybody. We are going to be heading into more and more of this at a different level, and different things are coming. And I want to read Ephesians 5, 6 to 17, because it's, a, to me, one of these baselines that we have to keep coming back to in Scripture to remind us of What's ahead? So here it goes. Let no one deceive you with empty words, for because of these things, the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Therefore, do not become partners with them, for at one time you were darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light, for the fruit of light is found in all that is good and right and true. And try to discern what is pleasing to the Lord. Take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness, but instead expose them. For it is shameful even to speak of the things they do in secret. But when anything is exposed by light, it becomes visible. For anything that becomes visible is light. Therefore it says, Awake, O sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Look carefully then how you walk 
not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Those last words to me are always so poignant, and in this time in particular, where we are literally facing a a transition into a new era, and it is massive what's coming at us. The only way that this whole system can reset is if the underpinnings of the world, which is the federal dollar, is removed. And unfortunately, those on the outer edge of that are going to recover more quickly than us at the epicenter of the problem. Russia and China have both been moving away from the dollar for some time, and their economies are better positioned to be self-sustaining in certain ways. But at the same time, you have other elements in play. Again, I'll get into all that more tomorrow night. The way things have been managed by this NWO, it has been designed to have shortages and scarcity for the people to be able to press them into these models of the 2030 agenda, packed into cities, submitting submitting to a state-run system. So now that this is unraveling faster, in my opinion, than they had any idea or had anticipated, those shortages are still there. The shortage of the system was built in for a long time. And that's going to put a lot of onus on each of us to continue to awaken people and to continue to press forward. Ezekiel Ezekiel 33, 1 to 7 is very poignant here, and it's a reminder again of our role, which is the watchman. The word of the Lord came to me, son of man, speak to your people and say to them, if I bring a sword upon the land and the people of the land take a man from among them and make him their watchman, and if he sees the sword coming upon the land and blows the trumpet and warns the people, then if anyone who hears the sound of the trumpet does not take warning and the sword comes and takes him away, his blood shall be upon his own head. He heard the sound of the trumpet and did not take warning. His blood shall be upon himself. But if he had taken warning, he would have saved his life. But if, he, if the watchman sees the sword coming and does not blow the trumpet so that the people are not warned and the sword comes and takes any of them, that person is taken away in his iniquity, but his blood will be required at the watchman's hand. So you, son of man, I have made a watchman of the house of Israel. Whenever you hear a word from my mouth, you shall give them warning from me. All of this that we are facing right now, the more that we can communicate to people and share the importance of this time to really express those words of Ezekiel 33, 1 to 7, it's going to, it's an essential need, I would say it this way. We may talk to 100 people and one may get it, but it's one more that is prepared for this time ahead. I am definitely not banging the drums of panic. But I am banging the drums of, of wisdom here and common sense at the same time. All of the pieces on the board are showing that there is going to be a crushing change in the months ahead. Already, people are facing tremendous gas costs, and the cost of food is going up. The projections are that the average household will pay an additional $1,000 a month. Now, where is that money going to come from? 
And what that means is that for most people, especially in this COVID environment, there is going to be a point where they're going to have to start making decisions between filling their tank, going to work and eating or filling their tank, going to work and paying the mortgage. And we see how this is going to work out. We are going to have to work through this gauntlet in order for us to be free. And the sad part about it is that we have lived a life of relative comfort and ease and we've done so for many years. Easy credit, credit cards, buy what you want, pay off your bills at the end of the month, keep on going. It's been, it's just basically been a band-aid on a debt system to keep it perpetuating and keep burying people deeper and deeper into enslavement. We are now at the coming of the days. I mean, this is the when the bell tolls, literally, for all of that debt that we've lived on. And as this gets stripped back, when I go back then to what we just read a minute ago, which is Ephesians 5, 6 to 17, part of the deceptions that are going to be thrown at people are going to be these offerings of a CBDC, central bank digital currency, and some form of a let us pay off your debt, let us relieve your debt, let us make your life easier, let us give you a monthly UBI and in the process, we're simply going to take hold of your property and in you'll just need to get it, use a digital pass and it's all yours once you register. Those sorts of deceptions are going to be put before people because we are literally living through this bifurcation. And this bifurcation, this splitting within our own country is going to be ugly, potentially. God's hand is in this, and, and so I, I always, I'm going to always qualify all of this with God's grace because I have no idea None of us have any idea how God's going to play this out. And there is no question this is a biblical level event because it is hitting everywhere in the world at the same time. Nonetheless, the reality of this land, this country, where this government has been literally the center of evil, the greatest red pill that everyone's going to have to swallow at the end of the day is when you're looking for the great Satan, look no farther than D.C. And then look at the trickle down. And you better look as well towards Wall Street in New York because this whole system is based on a Babylonian transaction. Everything about it. I listened to a really good podcast today. And this podcast is all financial. And it's just very interesting when we listen to financial perspectives because they live in a very different world. It's In a certain sense, it's very myopic. That This podcast is... I'm trying to see. It's the Grant Williams podcast. The Grant Williams podcast. He's on pod on Podbean. Really good podcast. His latest one is Luke Groman. He has a pay. He has a paywall on his site, but this particular podcast is out there in full for everyone to hear. It's interesting to follow the financial trail on this and how far back this goes because he takes it way back. And it's interesting to have him talk about the maneuvering that has been going on over the last, basically the last 30 or 90 years. Nonetheless, we also, when you take a look at this and you look at all the ancillary perspectives of influencers from like we know, like child sex trafficking and the deep state agenda and the new world order, these people don't play in that realm. They see the world as interconnected financially. 
So it's kind of like listening to people that don't have a, a malice heart, but they're in tied in deep to a Babylonian system. And that's the optic of the world they see. But what's important about that is that is the way they see the world. And this world is interconnected financially. And the way everything for them is financial driven, which to a certain degree is true. But nonetheless, this implosion that is happening now, which is going to continue to cascade, will affect everybody from top to bottom. Now, keep in mind that we are in a system right now that's truly being hand puppeted by a super minority. And this super minority is Congress, the lobbyists, the elites like CFR, and your corporate elites, a bunch of Wall Street trolls that are moving your money, and then people up the ranks like Larry Fink. Okay, when you total all those people up, this is what's so stunning. And I'm doing a rough number here, and I'm going to be generous on this number. But I did a rough number today, and it's anywhere from 50 to 100,000 people run and who themselves are being run by a core of about 5,000 max. And it waters down to like a, a group of about 300 people that are engineering the entire direction of a country of 340 million people. How does that happen? Literally, how does that happen? And it happens because there is this timidness to stand up. I personally feel, and and you've heard me say this before, and I will say it here again tonight, I personally feel that much of this happens because our church pastoring has become milquetoast. And we don't have that fervor and that strength in our faith to stand up to evil and say, this isn't going to happen here. Instead, we've turned into this absolute progressive nonsense of everything has to be accepted, which has created a whole litany of problems. We're afraid to stand up. We're afraid to step on somebody's toes. We're afraid to say that homosexuality is wrong. We're afraid to say that, you know, absolutely under no circumstances should there should be abortion. We're afraid to say these things. And, and with this, we get to this place where everybody's like, well, but if I say that, that, that someone might be mad at me. Well, yeah, they might. And what's even worse is when we start to talk about working to a solution, then we have this predominance even of the churches trying to take domain over their areas. So there's a, we're working with an idea and more to follow on this. We're working with an idea within Bard's Nation of creating domestic missions. And I'm, this is going to get me off on a little tangent, but just bear with me because it all ties in. Or at least I will tie it in either way. <laughs> we'll make it part of the story tonight either way. But the idea is when we do missions, churches are spending millions of dollars sending people over to Africa, sending people over, sending people to South America, sending people to China. And I'm like, okay, why are we doing this? And I do, this is one of my big beefs. Literally, it irritates the heck out of me. If you take the train from New York to D.C. and just look out the window as you go south, you will see more abject poverty, more inner city destruction than most places in the world outside of those that have been ravaged by bombings. 
and that's here in the United States, and that's one corridor. When we start to move across the United States, and you start to see internally the damage that has been done by industry moving out, the impoverishment that has happened, the drug addictions that have been happening, and we're sitting here, and then, of course, then we get into the things like single-family children because the fathers have been arrested or the fathers that have abandoned the mothers. I, mean, I could go on a litany, just drive through Philadelphia outside of its fancy areas like Fishtown and downtown and go into the peripheral areas and find out just how bad it is. Remember, I told you I lived in Fishtown, which is kind of the up and coming area in, in Philadelphia. I lived there for two years. And literally from my condo, I went, if I went two blocks west I was at the edge of the most traffic, drug trafficked and drug and gun trafficking area in the nation. And if I went two more blocks in, it was the beginning of one of the most violent places in the nation that never gets reported. And in fact, they were having more murders per capita than in, in Chicago. It was basically one murder and two fentanyl deaths per night when I was living there. This is in our country. And the question I have, which gets back to the pulpit, and my point of we have this milk toast sort of pastoring going on, we all talk about international stuff. But where is the focus on America? Where is the focus on regenerating God's love and his strength and bringing Christ back to America, in our inner cities, in our towns, everywhere? I, I don't, um, for me, I have no interest in Africa, in its movement of or sending missionaries there. Or I think it's fun for people. They get excited. It's like, I get to travel to great places, do great things, have adventures. Cool. But as a responsible place of bringing God back to this nation, that same challenge with maybe less cool visuals and being still being able to speak English happens probably about 20 miles from anybody's home in all realism. And that's what we have to get back to because when we start to bring the church back to our communities in the real sense and people that are really willing to dig in and and do this, we are going to revitalize this. And the best news is we have the template, which is county by county. That level of mission and evangelism brings people back to the core of sovereignty, which is what we're trying to do. So that's a little side trail on this, but it's important to get back to this whole point of the challenges that we face. As patriots, we are in a real time here where we're going to have to face shortages, a transition in the world to where we're going to a multipolar world, not a single polar polarized world where the United States is dominant and controls all the currency. We're going to have to revive industry. We're going to have to re-innovate industry. And we're going to, if we want this done our way, we need to be all walking in step, listening to Father, getting that inspiration and strength from our daily interaction with Christ and having that power to stand up in this time and to face the idea of getting the fundamentals back in our lives of not being dependent on handouts from the government, not being dependent on some sort of localized welfare, but instead empowering our lives so that we are independent and sovereign as we rebuild this nation. It is absolutely essential. The, the biggest problem we have and will have is as things collapse because there's not enough people prepared. And that's again, back to the watchman concept. We need to be encouraging people to get prepared literally now, like probably <laughs> like three weeks ago now, 
that's three years ago. Now it would be even better. But nonetheless, people need to get prepared a bit. And it's not like, okay, well, I'm going to go to the store and I'm going to buy myself an extra can of beans and I'm going to get myself an extra bag of flour. Well, that's good. Nice start there, but we're talking serious shortages. It's essential that as our group listens and people that listen to this to encourage others to get prepared. We will offset some of the impact that this is coming. This is literally like watching a tsunami coming in and the waters are drawing back and you've got a whole bunch of people that have decided like, whoa, check it out. The waters are back. Let's go running on the beach and let's go way out to where the waves are. It typically doesn't end well once the waves start coming back in, just saying. There is enormous hope in all of this, and I, and I really want to kind of close with this perspective tonight. I talk a lot about this, but as you start to look at the way the world is coming apart or realigning, you're having extraction or with, withholding of resources which are going to critically affect our industries and our jobs. We're going to have a, a shortage of many things potentially, I guess I should always add potentially to that as we go forward here, as this nasty cabal tries to punish Russia and then ultimately may even try to punish China. It's an engineered failure here that they're doing by design to try to get control of people's lives. So we face a couple of things going forward. And it's a question of who, who we walk with. If you're going to walk with the loyalty of government, then you're on the opposite side of the fence with me and you're you're basically a loyal a, a loyalist to the occupying power and I have no interest in dealing with you I'll pray for you but when it comes down to it God leads liberty follows and if you're not with those two I'm just going to say Joshua understood that very well so we are in a place now as this separates and our country is separating, that we have the opportunity to raise up many to use our gifts and talents in so many amazing ways to solve the challenges that we will face. And we can. We've done it before. One thing about Americans is they are very resilient when they wake up out of the coma and they're very innovative and we have enormous potential to innovate ourselves into a better future than we ever imagined. Not dependent on anybody else's junk, totally reliant on what we have in terms of resources that God's provided for us stewarding those resources here, getting out of the politics, getting into reasonable discussions, talking about how to use wisely and, and to steward that which God gives us in this nation Stop worrying about the world and start worrying about us internally. I'm huge on this. We, we need to get there. And the only way we're going to get there is if we suffer the pain of what it's like when the convenience of our lives that have been subsidized by every nation in the world in one way or another through our federal dollar and the reserve currency of the world and our ability to leverage that to keep cheap goods and services going at the expense of other people's livelihoods and freedom and sovereignty once we retract back into taking care of us and putting our pulpit back into the functioning of a nation to keep people focused on 
an intimate and powerful relationship with Christ Jesus and through Christ to the Father and the accountability of what it is to be sovereign and free as a nation, that sort of fire and brimstone, when we get that back into functioning in our country and then we start to use that power to innovate, we're going to be just fine. So I'm going to read as we close here, Matthew 6, 5 to 15. When you pray, you are not to be like the hypocrites. For they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and on the street corners so that they may be seen by men. Truly, I say to you, they have their reward in full. But you, when you pray, go into inner room. Close your door and pray to your father who is in secret and your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And when you are praying, do not use meaningless repetition as the Gentiles do, for they suppose they will be heard for their many words. So do not be like them, for your father knows what you need before you ask him. Pray then in this way. O Father who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. For if if you forgive others for their transgressions, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others, then your father will not forgive your transgressions. That's probably a reminder we each need every day. Because we are going to have to come together as a nation to overcome all of this. And it's going to be a challenge. In the last passage tonight, I want, to, I want you to hear this. This is Genesis one twenty-eight. God bless them. And God said to them, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the sky and over every living thing that moves on the earth. Patriots, we have been in a war zone from the beginning. Our mission has always been to subdue the enemy and to rule in God's love. We better get serious. Because the enemy's moving, and I have no intent of serving that evil. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, as we come together today and we are blessed truly with all that you give and the insights that you give, we thank you for this opportunity to be here in this time, in this place. Father, there is so much before us here. And Jesus, you have have done so much to guide us and sacrifice for us. We, We just want to hear your heart. We want your heart to fill us, to guide us in these times. There is so much potential confusion, and so we need discernment. But we're listening, and we're listening intently to that which we need and that which you need us to do. And we're moving. And Lord, give us that, give us that clarity so we can move faster. We are understanding more and more the glory of our mission, the mission to unite and to heal, the mission to build bridges and to bring people together. And we need to do that to expel fear. Let us be the watchmen in this time. Let us be that those that speak of the sword that is being brought to the land, to warn those ahead so that 
they hear, not just see, not just see us standing speaking from the walls. Let us hear, let them, let them hear our words in their heart. Let them be moved by the words that you give us so they can prepare for this time, this coming time of shortage. And Lord, as we, as we face this time, let us, as we each prepare in our own hearts, in our own homes for our families, let us not be preparing with the intent of hoarding, but preparing so that we have our portion and we have portions for others. It's going to take that fellowship. But let us also remember the importance of each to stand and be accountable for where they are and to take responsibility for their lives. So, Lord, as we have these opportunities moving forward, forward, let us confront each challenge with that opportunity and extended hand to embrace Christ as our Savior and Christ in their heart. Let us guide each to help build a plan so that they can literally learn how to fish to feed their family for each day rather than receive a handout to feed their family for one night. And Lord, let us be prepared to build that community, that fellowship in our, in our communities, not later, but now. To love our, our neighbor as we love ourselves, but to do that in such a way that we're pushing forward with each person taking accountability and responsibility for the times in which we live. Guide us and protect us. Give us these great words. Give us the discernment we need. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. As a final word, patriots, on this challenge ahead. And I have talked about the concept of a giving economy and the concept of building bridges, and it is important. But let us also keep in mind that part of building bridges and part of giving is to bring Christ into those conversations, to offer a lending hand to help people bridge past a moment but that we are not to become the welfare in their lives. People need to take responsibility and accountability to develop a plan. And at the center of that plan, there should always be the Lord because he will be there to guide them. So remember, as part of your preps, probably a good idea to get a few Bibles. They will be much needed. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil, never relent. Always press into the fight. Prayers up, patriots. We have a wonderful time ahead, but it's going to take a lot of work, and we have a lot of challenges, and through those challenges, we will learn our path with Father greater than we've ever imagined. Christ is with us in each and every step. God is with us. He'll never forsake us, and in the end, God will always win. But we're here in this time, in this place, for such a time as this. And that's simple. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. I'll see you tomorrow afternoon for Bended Knee, 1 p.m. Pacific. Until then, or until the next time, God bless, good night, thank you, and out for now. All this time we had to prove that we could stand here too. All the nights been pushing through, fight for all we had to lose. Something to pull us up to the level ground. Oh, I can see it now. I can see it now. We're on the edge of a moment, but not over that. Now we're diving in. The light up ahead, we're running.
Thank、you 